Recently, like not today, like um, last fucking year, I saw a video and it was of a pastor in a mall on his stupid holy cell phone and he was filming himself <laughs> preaching about Christ. Whatever, right? Fuck him. Well, how he was doing it was telling a lineup of children that Santa Claus isn't real. And I really wish I could have sat down and had like a one-on-one chat with this pastor. But since I can't, you know, I'll just go off on it. Uh, first off, we need to, you know, admire religion for being complete bullshit. The undisputed champion of bullshit. We need to stand in awe for the undisputed champion of bullshit religion. No contest. No contest to quote a great man. And also we need to admire what a glorious piece of shit this preacher is. Now to start, this guy was painfully ugly. And I felt sorry for him. It's remarkable, you know. I didn't even catch his name because when extremists talk, I tend to tune out a bit. Anyways, this, this pastor with the face that only Jesus could love... A um, couple things here. Uh, one, I don't know if you know this, but there are two fucking doors attached to that mall, and one lets you in and one lets you out. So if you don't like what you see at the mall, what's going on there for one season per year, if that's offending you, here's some practical advice. Stay the fuck out of the mall. And now I need to remind you that you're in a public place talking about lies and bullshit while at the same time claiming that the truth is that there was some kid born in a manger who ended up doing miracles. Um, that's, that's your belief, and you have that right, but so do children. And remember this, Jesus and Santa Claus both came into belief from the stories and words of adults. So if anyone is to blame for kids believing in Santa, you know, you're to blame. You're an adult. If anyone is blamed for kids believing in Santa bothering you, you know, blame everybody but the children, okay? Children have an imagination. They have no worry. And they have time to think and believe. And you, good sir, are an educated adult praising a man there's no proof existed that turned water into wine. Alright, let's say Christ does exist. Yes, yes, he does, right? You have proof because you feel him in your heart and your ear and he's telling you that homosexuality is yucky. I think Christ would have a different view on this, and I'd like to share with you how I believe Christ would see this. First of all, he'd think that, you know, this pastor is being a little fucking ridiculous, and the exaggeration is way too much. I think that Jesus would be like, <clears throat> all right, look, calm down. Deep breath, buddy. Deep breath. <sighs> Got it? Okay. Listen. Should cut this racket out, alright? I mean, it's your choice. Free will, am I right? But lay off these kids. It's, it's my birthday, and you're kind of pooping it. Alright, chummy? Uh, you know, Christmas is obviously about me. My name is in it. I'm Christ. Christ Mass. You get it? Christmas is to celebrate my birth. And since you're talking fake characters, you ever heard of my old buddy St. Nicholas? Yeah, sinking in. Is... is, is isn't it, Pastor? Is it sinking in? Okay, take a minute. St. Nicholas, he was like a friend to, like, everybody, you know? The guy was an incredible human being, you know? He and I talked over wine, which was, you know, formerly water until I spiced it up a bit with my magical fucking powers. Then he asked me what I wanted for my birthday. 
new sandals, maybe a loaf of bread, a new hammer, because, you know, I was a carpenter. Bible doesn't really touch on that, but I was a pretty fucking good carpenter. And I said, uh, Nick, I'm doing pretty well for myself. Uh, the carpentry business is booming at the moment, plus I have my followers, you know, disciples, whatever you want to call them. I'm pretty set up. But you know what? If you feel the need to get me a gift, you can help my campaign. Go around to the less fortunate, give them things to help them out. And if you do that, that'll be the most meaningful gift you can give to me for my birthday. And, and Nick was blown away. He was like, Jesus Christ, you, you, you really are a great guy. You know that? Unbelievable. You'll be my best man at my wedding someday. And I was, Mrs. Claus. Oh, yeah. Lucky man. Lucky man. After a while, we joked around calling him Santa, and the name stuck. So, after he died, he asked me if, you know, he could stick around. In spirit, of course, you know. <laughs> Let's not get all sci-fi here. <laughs> this is a historical fact. Real life, mind you. It's not fucking Star Wars. Anyways, I said he could, and he wanted a low profile to be believed in, but never seen. I don't know why. He was always, like, a mysterious guy. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's something I loved about him, actually. But in order to do this, he needed to be where no one could find him, right? And I thought about it, and I said I'd send him to a place that one day good people would call Canada. Good food, very nice people, great beer, and even hockey every Saturday night until summer. And he loved it. But then around, like, my 127th birthday, he, like, came to see me. He said, JC, man, you know, I appreciate the pad in Canada, plus a lot of great friends I've made. And under the radar, of course, you know, plans still in effect. Uh... But Lord, you need to get me out of there. I beg you. It's, 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 it's too freaking cold. It's just, it's too freaking cold, alright? So, I ended up sending him to the North Pole. And the rest is history. History that you're dumping all over, I might add. Pastor, you're from Texas. And I know that's where my dad put all those people with less brain cells. You know, he had some extra cells kicking around after the creation. Tried squeezing a few more humans out of the deal, but it didn't work out. Turns out, he needed the entire amount of cells to create a human being, but he tried anyway. So he picked one place, and it was Texas, to put all the hot dogs of human beings, and I understand that you, being from there, are limited. And I'll explain this in the simplest way. I don't mean to brag, but I'm, I'm Jesus, okay? And as Jesus, I like seeing joy in the world. I really do. It's kind of my thing. If you've read my book, you probably know that in one form or another and it's 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 kind of what you extremist christians usually ignore about me the most and i love people all people i like happiness and i think when you people actually care for one another i think that's fucking awesome and you guys don't i mean your business pretty well am i right Ugh. but there is a time in december where all the evils i mean religions they come together happy holidays a lot of misery around my birthday, still. But hey, free will, right? But somewhat it is a time where a family gets together. You, I'm sorry, pastor, y'all get together and eat way too much and you laugh till you cry. You play a board game that one person is way too fucking serious about. People are celebrating and partying for my birthday. And Santa's just doing what he's doing. But over the years, parents got more involved with their kids and just bought them gifts from Santa. And... He's really let himself go. He lives in the hearts and smiles of children, you know? On Christmas morning. I'm Jesus fucking Christ. 
People pray to me, talk to me all the time, every day. But Santa, he only gets letters like once a year from kids filling him in on how their year went. And sometimes he doesn't fucking care. All they want is toys. But, you know, despite that, he loves it. And he's a great guy. He's a good friend. And like mine, his name sparks joy. Yeah, I know. I know. Major, me, my birth. I get it, home slice. I do. Fact is, over the years, my name was tied into capitalism. I know, it's not right. But you bought that cell phone to record that little mall episode, no? Besides, you're so against consumerism and spending money, instead of worshipping me and ragging on my boy Santa, you've forgotten that you make a fucking living off of me. You preach my stuff. Well, not how I said it, but you try. And you get paid for it in my name, my words, my teaching, and my blood. I died on the crust so you could make a fucking career out of it. So yeah, maybe lighten up a bit on Santa, alright? I'm sorry, that was very un-Jesus-like. Um, you know, kids like Spider-Man and Mickey Mouse and shit like that. They like things that make them feel good. And maybe if we embrace some of the magic and imagination that children bring to this life, we'd be a whole lot happier. Kids don't walk over kids. Kids don't start wars. Kids are too busy imagining and believing in a world with no pain, a world of joy, a world of happiness, a world of magic. So whatever your beliefs are, Pastor, I don't believe you should take the magic out of Christmas for these kids, because if you do, who knows? They could end up as adults telling children at a mall that there's no such thing as Santa, and that all their magic, all their joy, all their happiness, which is real, is a lie. Christmas is depressing, it's true. So personally, I think it's best if we try and keep the magic going for this time of year. You know, I really do believe Jesus is a little more relaxed than that fucking pastor guy. I really don't see Jesus guy getting upset and getting uptight about kids wanting to talk to Santa. Personally, I think I see him going to the mall and wishing them a Merry Christmas. So that'll fucking do, pastor. That'll do. <laughs> All right. So, here's what's pissing me off. I saw this product, I was on a boat today, and I saw this product called Gorilla Glue. It made me wonder, uh, it made me wonder one thing in particular. Um, that one thing is, what the fuck is Gorilla Glue? What do you need Gorilla Glue for? Like, if you gotta glue your gorilla back together, the thing's dead. So don't, uh, don't be worried about that. Second thing, I'm a little distracted tonight. Yeah, I got offered him uh, uh, some lemonade, and uh, I fucking hate lemonade. What a shitty drink lemonade is. Like, where the fuck did they come up with lemonade? Can you, can you kind of ponder where, where this idea came from? Because I can't. Um... When I think of lemonade, I think of, like, two, like, really rich 
poshy fucking like the like the dad Richard from Gilmore Girls. You know, sitting around with one of his goddamn associates. And I think they're like, can I offer you a drink? And the guy says, yes, I'd like your finest scotch on the rocks, please. And he says, well, hold on a minute here, hold on. I want to try something new. Maybe I don't want a scotch on the rocks. Maybe I want something new. I want something refreshing. Do you have any lemon juice? Why, yes I do. I believe so. I'll get the maid right now to get some. I need ice. Yeah, I need some ice. And, uh, do you have any, uh, water? Yeah, I can get that for you. Oh, and I need it to be summer. Well, it's December. Well, well, whatever. I just want to try something. And the guy, guy's looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing right now? He's like, well, it works on fish and chicken. I'm going to see how it works in water. Then they drink it and they're like, oh my Moses, that is just fucking awful. Perhaps you have some sugar. We're gonna sweeten up this sour a little bit. And then lemonade. Fucking people find lemonade refreshing. Just take a lemon and take a bite. Tell me how refreshing that is. How is that refreshing on a hot summer day? People drink it. It's like, uh, people are like, oh, I love a cold beer on a hot summer day. That's fucking cliche, man. Uh, that's exactly what I want. You know, I go out for a jog. Which is a joke in itself. I mean, I never fucking jog. If I jogged, man, I would meet paramedics all the time. You know, I'd be halfway through my jog, like at the end of the driveway, laying there. What's up, fellas? Yeah, I tried to exercise again. I gotta stop this. It's really bad for my heart. So, uh, what was I talking about? Jogging. Yeah. Something about lemonade and jogging. Oh, yeah. If I'm out on a, uh, we were on, I think we were on beer now. Is that where we were? Fuck, I can't, I, I, get, I get sidetracked a little bit too easily nowadays. I mean, I always did, but whatever the fuck. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Um, beer, beer is not refreshing. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you that I, I like beer. I like uh, having a beer during a hockey game, which is probably the most Canadian thing I'm gonna say. The most Canadian thing I can actually say. I like, a, I like a beer during a hockey game, but. I'm an Ottawa Senators fan, and if you follow hockey, you'll know that uh, beer is not going to cut it for the last couple years. It's something a little stiffer, like uh, a lot stiffer, actually. So, uh, yeah. I don't like beer when I say I go out for this jog, and after I meet the paramedics, I'm like, oh man. It, it's a warm, warm summer day. 
it's a warm summer day and then I need something refreshing. Uh, get me a beer. No, I want a bottle of water. Like, uh, if beer's listening, don't take this the wrong way, but fuck you. I want water, man. Uh, I can't do the beer. I cannot do the beer. Not on a hot summer day. I need it on a cold winter's day during a hockey game. That's what the, what's... Um, you know, I say hockey, and, and people are like, hockey? You know, that's you're saying it. You're saying it wrong. Like, you're saying it a little bit too Canadian. Hockey. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm tired of Canadian stereotypes. I'm, I'm, I'm very tired of it. Uh, I'm tired of it. Next person that says something that just because I'm Canadian, I'm, I'm going to pause curling and punch them in the face. And then buy them a beer to apologize for the inconvenience. That's what I'm going to do because I'm tired of these stereotypes. Oh, you guys live in igloos. No, we don't. Do igloos even fucking exist or is that like cartoons? Like, I don't know. Do they really exist? Yeah, I heard uh, in Canada they eat whale, whale blubber. They eat whale blubber in Canada. That's what that. No, no, man. We have steak too. You know, we, we have pizza. Uh, there's poutine here. And for those of you who don't know what poutine is, get off your ass and get a poutine because you're going to want to eat a poutine. Or poutine if you want to be French and stupid about it. But, I mean. We got this country called Quebec that's apparently a part of Canada. And it's like a whole different species of Canadian. It's just like they're a bunch of um, assholes. Not not because they're French, but because they're they're just they're from different culture. You know? They're just uh, yeah, they're just they're a different breed of Canadians. They're angry all the time. Yeah, they, 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 you know, on the theme of stereotypicalness here, uh, French people, they smoke, they're angry, and they say Putin, and I don't like that. Because in under other countries like Canada, we don't say Putin, we say Putin. We teen that shit up. Alright, maybe it's spelled Putin, but I mean, uh, baloney is not spelled baloney, so, you know, give me some fucking credit here. Throw me a bone. If baloney is spelled uh, all funky like Blagna, nobody fucking says Blagna, and nobody fucking says Putin. It's Putin. Pronounce the word the way it isn't spelled. Okay? Like, learn the language that we agreed on here in Canada. If you're going to be a part of it. If not, go away. I remember back in 1994 with the, the uh, what do you call that there? The referendum. As you can see, I studied political science. I, I know all the terms, all the big words. Um, we had this referendum thing. And, and referendum sounds like a fucking wrestling move, man. And he's off the ropes, and there's the referendum! Oh, shit, he's tapping out! I just said shit on live TV, and I don't care! I said the shit word! That's how I picture referendum 
It's, it's like a full Nelson while you teabag somebody. You do it with your legs and you, you give them a Nelson uh, of the full variety and then you teabag them. And that's a referendum. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, uh, they were going to separate in, in fourth grade and I was thinking, yeah, fuck French class. I hate French. I'm never going to Quebec. Fucking what do I got to learn French for? Years later, I go to Montreal, and the little kid in me is like, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. Yeah, they're all making fun of you, and you don't even know it. I love language. I love language, but I don't like the French language. Everything's backwards. I may sound arrogant, you know, they're probably like, oh, no, no, you're, you're English. You're Anglais, or whatever they say. It's backwards. No, no, we're we're the dominant. You know, we're 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 the alpha language here. Um, and I'm gonna say poutine because you gotta stay alpha. You gotta stay alpha. My friend Mike tells me you gotta stay alpha. Mike's never steered me clear or steered me wrong of anything. He's always steered me clear of wrong. You know, what's the thing about him? prevents me from making mistakes like saying Putin. He speaks English too. That's besides the point. The real point is, it's Putin. Learn the language. Speak Canadian, you know? Uh, Canadians are English. Bilingual motherfucker. No, no, no. I don't do the bilingual stuff. I'm a, I'm a straight shooter. Uh, I do it with my sexuality, and I'm gonna do it with my language too. I, I'm I go one way. That, that's it. I I can accept other ways. Uh, I can support you if you know that's what you're into. If you're into speaking French, I'll support you. Uh, I could never do it, but um, I support French rights. Uh, but I think they're wrong for speaking French. Um, it's different from sexuality. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a homosexual, but speaking French is backwards. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, be on Team English here, and you know, some of the things I might say. They may be a little off color, I know that, but uh, this is a comedy podcast, so nothing I, I say can be taken seriously unless I say in all seriousness. You know, I do one of them sentimental moments, you know. In all seriousness, though, um, I don't mean any respect to the, the French community or anything like that, but it is poutine, um, in all seriousness. And... Uh, well, I, I find that the worst thing to do when you're being serious is laugh at the end. I think that, that, that discredits everything you just said. But uh, I am serious. It is poutine. So, yeah, I have uh, issues with poutine. Uh, my issue is I eat too much of it, and I love it too much. I love poutine unconditionally until McDonald's started making one. Now, I understand McDonald's wanted to be hip, 
they wanted to, you know, be fucking KFC or Harvey's or, or whatever. But, uh, let me just tell McDonald's something here. Uh, you can't do poutines, guys. You can't. Because, um, well, for one, 100% Canadian beef is what, what they say their hamburgers are. What, exa what exactly is 100% Canadian beef? Like, what, what's the difference? I'm going to bite into the, you know, Big Mac and be like, Oh, what the fuck? This beef is from Finland. I can taste it. This isn't Canadian. Oh, man. Oh, jeez, man. It's not Canadian. Oh. If it was Canadian, you know, the burger would apologize for not being as tasty as it could be or something like that. It, it's not... What's with the... Okay, we're going to end this little thing here with the uh, with the beef. I'm, I'm just saying it. Canadian beef. Fuck that. Um, I don't care if it's 100% Canadian. I don't care if it's 100% American. A uh, cow is a cow, you know. And then A&W, all raised without antibiotics and steroids. Well, like I'm going to notice, uh, I want the best burger that science can buy. I don't want no antibiotics. I don't want that. I want antibiotics. I want fucking hormones. I want fucking steroids. I want it all. I want some big, huge, roid-raged cow... You know, I want the burger to try to fight me after I take a bite out of it. I want the burger to stand up for itself. Fuck you, A&W. Taking all the fun out of eating a burger. Anyways, uh, yeah, 100% Canadian beef for McDonald's. That's that's just a that's a brand name of the beef. That's not that's not no. Why does it taste different if it's all Canadian beef? Why does each burger taste different? Oh, it's the seasoning. Okay, well, yeah. All right, so uh, McDonald's cannot make poutine. I'm telling you that right now because they have shoelace fries. They, they can't fucking have shoelace fries. Your fries are too thin. You're not in the poutine game. Stick to the fucking salads and the Happy Meals, all right? Next topic, Christmas lights. There's too much of this Christmas shit going on right now. We're uh, mid-20s November. It's not even December. As soon as the kids are out trick-or-treating, the stores are packing out the fucking Christmas shit. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. You don't... Oh, my birthday's in November, so I'm going to start out in, like, fucking August. You know, fuck you. No. I'm not preparing for my birthday in August. I'm not preparing for Jesus' birthday this soon. It's, uh, it's too much. This Christmas spirit. It's all fucking stress. Oh, shit. What am I going to get? Susie? What am I going to get? Susie's brother? Does Susie's brother even want a gift? Is this it's too much you guys um, there's too much you can't and the Christmas lights the Christmas lights coming up in the July okay I understand um, if you put your Christmas up lights up in July I understand it I really do because it's warmer you don't have to freeze your dick off while you're doing it it makes sense if you're into uh, you know fucking what am I doing here if, uh, if you're into uh, 
This guy behind me is going to think I'm drunk. What the fuck is this guy doing? A podcast while he's driving? Turn, motherfucker. Yeah, I understand if you put your Christmas lights up in July. I understand if you leave your Christmas lights up all year. But do not turn your Christmas lights on until the 15th of December. Ten days away. I think ten is pretty generous. But I like this street here because there's one, two. I've passed about 20 houses. There's been two. Oh, there's three. Four. Everybody is fucking losing the Christmas spirit, and I fucking love it. I love it. That's five. Five out of how many houses have Christmas lights? They're six. All right, people are starting to listen to me. Maybe they haven't put them up. Maybe they're going to tough it out. Maybe that's like a family thing that they could do together. That's fine. But uh, tone it down a bit. Tone it down. Look at there's very little Christmas spirit this year. I fucking love it. As an atheist, I mean, I love it. You know, I don't. I haven't celebrated. This guy's got a fucking tree on his porch. That's the assholes. The assholes are the people with the. Look at this reindeer. Look at now we're getting into some fucking crazyville. All right, this guy's got a reindeer and a snowman. Big fucking deal. Whatever. Got a reindeer and a snowman, no fucking lights. People don't take the effort anymore. It's dying out like Halloween. No more trick-or-treaters, there's no more Christmas lights. One of those things is depressing, and it's not the Christmas lights. I'm tired of uh, Halloween getting outshadowed or overshadowed by Christmas. I'm tired of it. Look at there's very little Christmas spirit. I don't know if people are cluing in that uh that it's a bogus holiday. I think next we got to get rid of the Valentine's Day. There's some uh, Christmas enthusiasts out there that uh, bunch of assholes. I understand that Christmas is uh, about Jesus. I think, and uh, nobody cares because the people that are important, the kids, they all want Santa Claus. They don't care about Jesus. Ah, we learn about Jesus. We yeah, he got brought up once or twice in school, but uh, but I heard around the playground that there's this guy that brings you presents and toys, and he's got magical reindeer that fly, and he's got this sled, and he's out all night pulling an you know, all-nighter like a badass. This guy could travel around the world in a night. I don't even know if Jesus could do that. Here's my old buddy's house, riddled with Christmas lights. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go because he's got kids, but I mean, fucking tone it down a bit here. Wrapping your tree around. How does the tree feel about that? Oh, great. Great. Wrapping the tree with these lights with certain spaces in between. I look like a fucking hoary Victoria's Secret model. Thanks a lot. (coughs) I'm a fucking tree. Get these lights off of me. A tree's life is shitty, man. A tree doesn't get to fuck another tree and it's got to stand up through rain, sleet, and snow, and look at the, the dripping icicle effect. That's fucking brilliant. Like, why would you put dripping icicles as lights on your on your fucking porch there? If it were real icicles, they'd be knocking that shit down with a shovel. Oh, fuck that! Get out of here. But you know, if it's lights and you pay for it, it's pretty. Fucking let nature do its thing. 
Uh, they spray your windows with a bunch of water with the hose and let it freeze and have a real cool uh, thing. And then, and while you're at it, get your neighbor to uh, do the door, and then you can stay inside the whole fucking time and not crowd them all. All year, just stay inside all fucking winter. Don't crowd them all. I'm tired of those crowded malls. Just trying to get some fucking headphones. It takes 45 minutes. And then when you finally do get the headphones, it takes another 45 minutes in the line. Fuck you. You're out too early. You should be more like a man and go on Christmas Eve. People getting killed over Black Friday sales. This is ridiculous. Christmas has got to stop. It's evil. Let's spend a bunch of money. Let's do a bunch of fucking labor. And there's elf on the shelf shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. Only on Earth would elf on the shelf be invented. Only on Earth would Santa Claus not be good enough for some fucking kids. Oh, no. We got elf on the shelf, this. Some creepy fucking elf that moves around. That's not called Christmas spirit. That's called a haunting. That's called a haunting. Fucking elf moving around and they get joy out of it? You gotta be fucking kidding me. Fucking defiant elf can't even stay on the goddamn shelf. It ends up in the freezer and shit. I hope the elf dies. Like, why, why don't kids fucking clue in? Santa Claus is like concealed in this nice, magical fucking secret. It's, he's fun. He's, he's brilliant. He's awesome. The elf on the shelf. You could buy an elf on the shelf at fucking Walmart and expect it to... Oh, oh well, this is a magical elf I buy at Walmart that stays on the fucking shelf all the time until you take it out of the plastic. How fucking dumb are kids? Holy shit. How dumb are adults that they think their house is possessed by a Ouija board or it made their nose bleed or something? You could buy this in the toy section of fucking Walmart. That's what a Ouija board. You could buy a Ouija board at Walmart and people are thinking they're getting haunted. Are you out of your fucking minds? Like, fucking reel up. Reel the fuck up here. Now, if you woke up in the middle of the goddamn night and the elf on the shelf was talking to some fucking ghost on a Ouija, on a Ouija board, well, then fuck. Ouija boards don't fucking impress me. They don't fucking impress me at all. You know how a Ouija board could impress me? If you take your fucking fingers off it and stop moving the letters to what you want to hear. And then it starts moving by itself. That would fucking impress me. I'd call the Ghost Hunters on that shit. I'd watch an episode of Ghost Hunters with a fucking Ouija board that moved by itself. Now, I'm not a skeptic, per se. I mean, I've, I've, I've dealt with some weird shit in my life. But I don't know. I don't know if they're spirits. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. I don't give a fuck. All I know is that if they, if they do exist, they're fucking frightening. I don't care. Stay the fuck away from me. It could be somebody I love more than anything in this world, and they die. And then they show up just standing there right above my bed just looking at me with a smile. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You're dead. You don't matter. And I love you. I love you. Don't get me wrong. I love you. But you don't fucking matter anymore. You're gone. You're not that person. You know, some, you know, girl that you're in love with or a wife or a girlfriend. I can't fuck you anymore, all right? Like, I can't even give you a kiss. Get the fuck out of here. You're creepy. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. But I see right through you, literally. Get the fuck out of here. I can't handle this. I can't handle it. Don't be fucking haunting me. 
That's fucking ridiculous. You're gonna fucking come around like that. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. You, you didn't, you, you, you don't get off of Earth. Once you die, you gotta get off of the Earth. That's just unfinished business. What the fuck could you possibly? Oh, what? What? What the? You you want to see your favorite hockey team win the cup? So you're, you're gonna stick around? Yeah, there's so many ghosts nowadays that maybe it's just they want to see their hockey team win the uh, Stanley Cup. That's their unfinished business. There's a lot of Leaf fans. A lot of Leaf fans just waiting around for a cup win. Once the Leafs win the cup, I swear to God, all these hauntings are gonna go away. Because their unfinished business will be over, and they can fuck off and stop scaring people, and and demons. People believe in fucking demons. Oh fucking shit! What kind of Fruit Loop believes in demons? Fuck you. All right, maybe there are demons. It's fucking exorcisms that come out. What about an extra savior? Huh? Put put Jesus into somebody. Instead of using them to take out a demon. Oh, fuck. I, I, people believe in this horned devil that lives in the, in the, in the, in the underground of, of life. You know, and it's, it's annoying. Uh, I can see, uh, like, I know these... These, some of these these devil worshippers that, uh, that uh, they they idolize uh, and worship a real devil, a, re- a real like Lucifer and Satan, this horned motherfucker down below. They believe in that, and then and then they rag on people for believing in Christ. Oh, oh I'm an invisible guy up in the sky that you know apparently did this at virgin birth, and that is fucking ridiculous. That's where I gotta go pray to my you know horny guy here. Uh, he's got a tail and a pitchfork and people dresses him on Halloween. Nobody dresses Jesus on Halloween. Oh, Satan rules. Oh, let's go listen to metal. You know, fuck you, man. I hate all religion. I hate all religions. Satanic religions, too. It's fucking... It's stupid. They're just as bad as the, the religion... And I can see it. I, I can see, you know, I can see why people, oh, Jesus is my light. I pray to Jesus. Jesus helps me. He looks over me. I, I understand that because it's positive. It's got this this hope to it. But why would you want to, like, yeah, I worship a God that kills people you know, and, and wants to kill people. The devil told me to kill somebody. What? Uh, yeah, okay, but then you think somebody's crazy for Jesus telling them to love people. I don't think that's what Jesus does, though, apparently, because most people who worship the, the, the Lord Jesus Christ are, you know, I love Jesus, uh, Jesus loves me, uh, we're all God's children, and I don't like homosexuals. Well... <sighs> Because Jesus said so. Well, let me just shut this down here. Let me just, uh, let me make a point here. Uh, well, it's a sin. Oh, it is, okay. It's a sin to love another human being. Is it? 
Is that what Jesus said? I'm pretty sure he said it was, you know, he promoted love. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I read the Bible wrong. I don't know. Or maybe maybe I interpreted it wrong. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Pretty sure he said love everybody the way I love you. Except these homos over here. We can't love them. That's a sin. That's a sin. Even Jesus Christ is inconsistent. Inconsistent Jesus Christ right here. That's my Savior. No, man, if there is a Jesus, I don't think he said that shit. I hope Jesus was gay. I really do. I hope he comes back and tongue kisses a guy on live TV, and I hope it's Donald Trump. I really do. Because then I'd be like, oh, yes. Yes. Jesus, we got a lot to talk about. So you're telling me that Christians have been wrong this whole time? And it's coming from your mouth? They're not going to be able to question that. That's fucking awesome. What do people got against gays? I don't understand it. It's like they're having butt-fucking parties in Walmart every Tuesday or something. Leave these people alone. These trans people that want to transition to something else. Some guy wants to be a woman. It's not your business. It's not your business. Who cares? I don't understand a man becoming a woman because, you know, you were dealt a winning hand, but uh, to each their own, you know? To each their own. I don't understand why the, where, this, where this hate comes from. I don't care where it comes from. I just want to shut it down. And there's nothing I love more than shutting down haters. I mean, reel the fuck up. It's, uh, oh, would you want your kid to have two daddies or two mommies? Yeah. Why not? You know, I know a lot of people who, uh, some of my female friends, they have really, 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 really shitty baby daddies. And I know, I know one guy who's got a shitty baby mama, so the straight thing isn't really working out. Yeah, it's better to have two gay moms, two gay dads, than to have one shitty one who, you know. Could be molesting them. They could be, you know, beating them. Straight people beat a lot of kids. It's a true fact. I don't see if they're mistreating the kid, why it's a big deal about what their sex is. It boggles my mind. Well, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> oh. There was also a talking snake in that segment of the Bible there. Yeah, okay. God also made talking snakes. What happened to them? Where are these talking snakes, huh? God also had like a, you know, 6,000-year-old man build a fucking ark and get all the animals. Come on, reel the fuck up. God made Adam and Eve. Okay. Alright. 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 That's cool. Yeah. He did it from a rib. So he took out one of Adam's ribs. Is that That's the story? He took out one of Adam's ribs to create a woman. And you wonder why they don't get equal pay? Because they're made of rib. That's, that's sexist, Lair. That's sexist. But seriously, women are made of ribs. 
So God created this fucking universe, but he needed a rib to make a woman. What, out of, he just created Adam with what? The snap of his balls or, you know, just like, whack-ting, whacked his balls together. Uh, fucking Adam came out. There you go. Listen. It's scientific, you guys. The reason it's Adam is because atoms make up everything. So when he created Eve from a rib, he created Eve from an atom. And atoms make up everything. Huh? You ever think of that shit? Why is it Adam? Then they changed it to ADAM. Made it a human. Fuck you. I'm on to you, Bible. I'm on to you. I am fucking on to you. Alright, guys. That's enough. We're going to uh, shut this down and reel the fuck up a bit. Alright, so here we are. It's um, three, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Christmas Day, 2018. And this needs to be said. Um, I think it's it's long overdue. Now, I have my own... I'm not a Christian. I, I'm uh, I'm an atheist, and um, I just I, I want to say a couple things. Um, there's no reason that you know if somebody wishes you a Merry Christmas and that's not really your belief, or you don't celebrate, or or anything like that. It's it's um. It's not really a, a, a big a big deal. Like this whole happy holidays thing and, and thing that's going around. Um We gotta give Jesus like, you know we gotta give the birthday boy the, the majority. I mean, Christianity is huge. A lot of people celebrate Christmas, especially in this country of Canada that I, you know, live in. Um as a non-believer, um, I don't find anything wrong with people wishing me a Merry Christmas. I'll accept a Happy Hanukkah. I'll accept a good day. It's all the same to me. Um, I don't think we could possibly, uh, you know, get mad about people wishing us joy. Like, I don't understand where people are coming from when they get all pissed off at, oh, this and that. But anyways, um, Christians, uh, this Jesus stuff about Christmas has got to, uh, be a little toned down. Um, I've been not celebrating Christmas for 10 years now, and as an outsider, I've got a pretty good perspective that's changed a lot over the last 10 years, about Christmas. I used to hate Christmas. Christmas is depressing. And uh, statistically, it's the highest rate for suicide and, and, and depression and all that. And I have a solution to um, this problem. And nobody wants to hear it, but, you know, I, I do have it. Um, if we shorten the season up a little bit, I'll give you I'll give you five days, 
Um, if Christmas is more like Halloween or St. Patrick's Day, um, other holidays, any other holiday, um, you know, you, you can wish somebody a Merry Christmas up until the 27th. After that, uh, you know, it's kind of like a belated, like a belated birthday wish, you know? But when you're saying Merry Christmas into the new year, um, that's too much. And this getting ready in November when the kids are off the streets for trick-or-treating, as soon as they're off, that's when the, the Santa stuff starts going out. It's, it's too much. It's, it's uh, too much anticipation. And I understand, you know, the holiday spirit and everything, but... It's like the elections in the United States. It just drags on and on. Do you really need that much campaigning and that much prepping? And It's too long. It's too fucking long. And statistically, less people will be depressed and kill themselves in a five-day period than a whole month. That's the truth. That's just fucking science right there or math or whatever. But... There's all this, it's almost become cliche to hate Christmas, and I want to make something clear. I don't hate Christmas. Uh, I rag on Christmas, I make jokes about Christmas, but Christmas is just like anything else. You know, I rag on everything else, I rag on everything, you know, and I make jokes about everything. Um, to me, Christmas, or Hanukkah, or, or any, it's just... It's kind of like a general season. It's it's a really uh, shitty month for us Canadians because it's like right in the you know beginning of winter and everybody's still pissed off that it's not well summer anymore. And uh, it's kind of like to just kind of like throw something in there to make joy. And Christians seem to think that yes, you know. Christmas has been, uh, commercialized and, and all that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's supposed to be Christ's birthday, but human beings are the ones responsible for making it all this gift giving. And I don't have any problems with Santa Claus personally. I don't have problems with people buying their kids gifts once a year, but when people start preaching about buying too much or this and that, it, it's it's like, who cares? If you splurge once a year, that's, that's not nobody's business but your own. You can choose what to buy or, or not buy at all. You can choose how much to spend. You could stay in a budget. You could overdo it. That's fine. You know, people get by financial troubles and stress and people find a way to make Christmas the best it can be. And it, it's not about actually getting the gifts. It's about more the kids wondering what they're going to get and the joy of having that Christmas morning when they actually have something to wake up to and... Because you don't open your birthday gifts first thing in the morning. Usually there's like a uh, a lull 
in the day and maybe mom takes you out for lunch and gives you a pair of socks or some shit. And then as a kid, you have your birthday party and that's when all the, the gifts come. But you got to wait all fucking day. But with Christmas, it's when you wake up, Santa's there and usually, you know, the parents will wake up and, and share that with them. And it's more of a magical kind of moment that's beyond what was spent. It's the, the excitement of the kids. And people try to say, well, you got to keep the Christ in Christmas. And you got to tell them it's Jesus' birthday. Well, explaining this logic to a child is ridiculous. Explaining it to me is ridiculous. Um, so it's Jesus' birthday and everybody else is getting presents. I don't follow the logic on that at all. Um, one time I showed up to my nephew's birthday and I had gifts for everybody and they all looked at me like I was completely batshit crazy. And I said, well, you guys do it once a year. And I, I just picked this date instead of December 25th. And, uh, to push Christ on somebody, yes, Christmas is the birth of Christ. It's supposed to be, but look at how we've evolved as human beings. We've kind of got away from that. We've developed it into uh, more of a season of joy. Not saying that Christ doesn't bring joy to people. But people bring joy to other people on this day. And isn't that mostly what Christ wanted, you know? It may not be in his name. But people do things for people... Well, I don't want you to be alone on Christmas. It's Christmas. Be nice. It's Christmas. It's the Christmas season. But they don't tend to help anybody out after the Christmas season. Which I believe that if Christ is up there, if there is a Christ, I could be wrong. Just because I'm an atheist doesn't mean I'm right. Uh... You probably have heard very little atheists say that, if any. But it doesn't mean that I'm wrong. But it doesn't mean that I'm right. And if Jesus is up there, I'm pretty sure he'll be saying, you know what? If this is gift-giving stuff, is making people happy, if it's bringing joy to children, and people are being kind to one another because of this season, then I don't care if it's about Santa I don't care if it's about gifts. I don't care if it's about me. As long as they're being nice and kind and loving towards one another. But the two sides of it, you know, are too much of this and then too preachy. You got to find like a little bit of a balance. If you believe that Christmas is about Christ, then you go out and do whatever you want and go about Christmas whatever way you want. But if you're one of those people that, quote unquote, normal people that buy gifts or uh, other people for Christmas, then you do what you want too. And uh, y'all can just get along because it's Christmas. Alright? So, um, I don't hate Christmas. I think it's very cliche to start hating on Christmas. Uh, a lot of people are hating on it. It's the it's it's I, I my friends are women and their mothers and I have sisters 
they all complain about it and how I'm broke and all this shit. But when they see the smiles on their kids' faces, when they go to dinner with a family, if they actually like their family, um, then all of that stress goes away and it was, it was all worth it. And then they stress other days of the year. But in this time, in this one day, in this hour of opening gifts and everything, all the stress, the work-related, the relationships, everything just sucks right out of them. And their focus is on their kids and how happy they are. And they got to do it. They got to be a part of that. And I think that's important that we should keep the kid in Christmas. Um, nothing wrong with Santa Claus. Kids love Santa Claus, except when he's at the mall. Um, but Santa comes back every year. And I don't mean to diss on people, but people make it happen. People don't say Christ is coming back in our form as human beings. Christ may have said, I will come again. But maybe he meant that as collective human beings, we have to bring him back like Santa Claus. We have to bring that joy. We have to create that and we have to be a part of it. You know, maybe it's just he's not going to come down and kill everybody on Judgment Day and all the sinners and stuff. Maybe maybe that's what he was doing because, you know, the Bible is kind of metaphoric and, you know, maybe that's what he meant. That collectively as human beings, if we could be as kind to one another as we are on Christmas, then maybe, maybe, you know, we could make it as a human race. But once Christmas is over, it's over. And that's what I hate about it. I hate the doing it for the sake of Christmas. I like the fact that people are being kind to one another regardless of what time it is. But I hate that it goes away. I hate that homeless people don't get fed other than on Christmas. How many people die within that year? How many people starve? If every day was Christmas, maybe this world could be a little bit better of a place. And maybe that's, if Jesus said that, if Jesus is real and he said, I will come again, maybe he wants to come through us. Maybe he wants us to be like Santa. You know, we are Jesus. We are Santa Claus. We make it happen. So why the fuck can't we make being kind to one another happen? We can't make racism go away. We can't make that happen. Acceptance, we can't make that happen. We can't just love and care for one another. Instead, we're killing each other. We can't make that happen. And maybe that's why it's been 2,000 years since Christ has been here. It's not what he meant. Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I'm full of shit. Maybe I'm both. But maybe I'm right. Now another thing. um, I'm alone right now. 
I'm in a parking lot doing this podcast all by myself while my my family is celebrating the holiday. Um, it's not that I'm not welcome to be there. It's I choose not to be there for fucking personal reasons. But I'm alone a lot these days. And um, to me, it's just Tuesday. I'm alone on a Tuesday, just like I'm alone on a Wednesday. I'm alone on Boxing Day. I'm alone on New Year's. I'm alone on Halloween. I'm alone. I gave up a good family because of mental illness and the depression. A family that's not even blood, but I was accepted a part of. And then when the Christmas season comes, even though I did the Santa stuff, I helped pick the gifts, I got involved, but I never watched them open their gifts on Christmas. I thought that that was their family time. When really I was a part of that, and I was wanted to be a part of that. And it's evolved, and I've learned that just because I don't celebrate Christmas doesn't mean I can't have a Merry Christmas. Doesn't mean I can't have a good Tuesday. And people really like to push the fact that I can't be alone on Christmas. It's my own doing. My heart is broken. But my heart is growing. I've come so far in the last seven, eight months. Alright, maybe six. I'm jumping the gun. Nah, maybe eight. I don't know. I've come so far and... I've learned to help myself. I've learned to have confidence in myself. I've learned to use humor as a better outlet. And getting mad or getting bummed out. I'm alone on Christmas right now, but I'm talking. I'm talking it out. I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. I've got the greatest people in the world looking out for me. Swear to God, I wouldn't lie to anybody. I know it's cliche to say my friends are the best in the world, but my friends are the best in the world because they proved it. And those who didn't know are no longer my friends. And trust me, they put up with a lot of shit. They put up with a lot. I was an idiot. They put up with a lot of shit. And they never lost focus. And my best friend said, there's no such thing as friends anymore. It's just all family. And uh, I agree with her. Because I am a non-believer, but I would go out of my way to make sure her... And her kids have a Merry Christmas. Because they are believers. They are celebrators. And that's what I do for family. And family is a lot more than blood. It's a lot more than blood. It's it's a bond. It's, it's like a fucking gang, man. It's like a gang. You're in, you're in. You betray the gang, you get the boot, you know. But um, friendship and real friendship and 
people never really losing sight of me has helped so much and it costed me a Christmas and I, I sit around and I can think, you know, this could be better. I could be with the woman I love right now. I could be with the one that I'm missing. I could be with the kids that I'm missing, even though they're not my kids. I was accepted and they were accepted and I can't say that it could be better, but it could be different. But I didn't have the tools back then to make it different. And I finally accepted. I finally started going to her dinners. Getting involved with Christmas. Because what's important to her is important to me. And I ignored everything else as a big picture. I was zeroed in on one area. When there was, you know. A whole house to clean. And I regret that. And I heard every day about that. I miss her. Even though she's still in my life, I still get to see her kids. They may not be my, you know, kids. I, I'm, I'm not their dad. I may not be their father, but I love them like a father. And they're a big part of my life. And she was accepting of that. And she allowed me to keep that going. And... This girl is the love of my life and means more to me than anything that I can possibly imagine. And I can't thank her enough for all she's done. But today, I could be kissing her goodnight saying Merry Christmas instead of texting her Merry Christmas. And it's the stupidest reasons that I'm not doing this. But it's a fight and it's a journey. And I've been depressed a long time. So if there's anybody out there that's feeling down and out on Christmas. Don't let it get to you as much as it should because it's Christmas. Don't just be extra depressed because it's Christmas. Some people do have nothing and have every right in the world to be depressed. And I understand that. But I'm so sick of suicide claiming good people. Claiming strong people. Ending the lives of teenagers. Suicide is an answer. I'm not going to, you know, say otherwise because I've been there. I've tried. I recently just got out of the hospital because I overdosed on 120 extra strength aspirins. I was in the ICU. I was in the mental ward. And I know that when things get tough, suicide is an answer. It makes sense when you're depressed. But when you're not... When you're in these great moments of life, even for three, four seconds, even something makes you smile, you're not thinking about that. You're enjoying the moment. When you're dwelling on bad things, you have to embrace the good as well.
And it's it's hard. And this time of year is very, very difficult to keep positive, to keep happy, to keep smiling. Because it's just like one of those moments. It comes and goes in a flash with all this preparation and all this dreading that the holidays are coming. And if there's anybody out there struggling... I'm not going to say to you, don't give up. Because I know what it's like to feel like you have to. I know what it's like to just want the pain to stop. Suicide's a great solution for that. If it even is. We don't even know what's beyond this life. But I'm just going to ask you not to give up. To keep fighting. And to tell you that you don't have to give up. You don't have to. There are other options. And they suck. It involves a lot of pain. And, you know, fighting tooth and nail. But there is change out there. There is beauty in this world. There is happiness that comes in small doses. And I've come a long, long way battling depression my whole life. To accept these moments. To cherish these moments. And I've been brushing them off all my life. Just dwelling on the terrible shit that happens to me. And that's okay. I can't help what happens. I can't help feel the way I feel. But the same thing when I feel good. I can't help that. So I'm going to dwell on it like I dwell on the bad. You don't have power over mental illness. You don't have a choice. If we did... Nobody would be mentally ill. Nobody. Nobody would fucking choose this. But we do have a choice. Well, how we view things. We have a choice in attitude. And it took me 34 fucking years to understand this. I had a lot of negativity to my positivity. I was kind of positive, but I had a negative aspect to it kind of thing. And it took me 34 years to realize it's not hopeless. It's never hopeless. There's always a shot. There's always a chance. Things won't get better, but they might. I can't promise that they will. And no matter how hard you try, sometimes things don't get better. That's just life. That's how things are, right? I understand that. But the point is... Um, those kids are entirely too loud. Just, Just yelling. Just yelling for no reason around my car. 
fucking interrupting my heartfelt fucking speech. And on Christmas. Fucking animals. Anyways, I hope everybody has a happy Tuesday. I won't lay the Merry Christmas shit on you. For those of you who do celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. I wish you and those you love the best of days to come. Uh, I hope you uh, make a New Year's resolution that you can actually fucking follow. Uh, but um, it's easy to get down and out, especially this time of year. And I just wanted to throw that out there, you know, because maybe somebody out there is listening that, you know, is having a hard time. Maybe somebody does listen that, you know, does find me funny for some reason. And I do bring joy to them. And, you know, we're not alone, but I understand how it feels to be alone. But if you're struggling, I just ask you keep fighting. Because when your time is up, your time is up. But what's the rush? It could get better. It could get better. And if the world didn't need you, you'd be dead a long time ago. How's that for some Dr. Phil shit, huh? Should I grow one of those corny ass... What, does Dr. Phil have a goatee or a beard? I don't even know. I just get so fucking enraged when I watch Dr. Phil that I don't even know what he looks like. I just know he's got this big cue ball of a head and these fucking beady eyes like a cat. And he talks like he knows something, but he doesn't. I want you to think about that. I'm not giving up on you. It's hard to take him seriously with such a goofy fucking voice, you know? Not to, not to rag on Dr. Phil or anything, but... I don't understand how that television show gets fucking ratings. I don't... Prying on fucking people's emotions like he's a real fucking doctor. Like, is, is he a real doctor? Like, what? Like, it's... Is somebody out there be like, yeah, I went to med school with him. With Dr. fucking Phil. And why is his name fucking Dr. Phil? It's always Dr. Last Name. Not Dr. Phil. Oh, I'm Dr. Phil. I'm, I'm like the fucking prince of doctors. Prince. I don't, I don't know why I said prince. Maybe because he has one name. He wants to be different. I don't know why I said prince there. I, I'm, I'm sorry to prince... You know, for comparing, for even mentioning him in the same sentence as fucking Dr. Phil. 
Dr. Philly, oh, he just fucking makes me so mad sometimes. He just fucking makes me so mad. He makes me fuck. Dr. Phil makes me so fucking mad. I need Dr. Phil. That's how mad he makes me. That's how fucking mad Dr. Phil makes me. Ah, oh, fuck. You ever wonder, is Dr. Phil having a merry fucking Christmas? You know, is he counseling the goddamn turkey on the table? Like, What kind of Christmas is this dog? What's that fucking guy's weekend like? Dr. fucking Phil. He's got so many fucking problems. We all got problems. Don't go with Dr. Phil. I'm sorry. I watched one Dr. Phil episode. Um, and that's why I never continued to watch the show. It was just... It was so fucking... I think it was a little more dramatic than it needed to be. I think it was a little more... Uh, his advice isn't always fucking good. You can watch, like, YouTube clips of the, like, great advice Dr. Ville gave, and it's just like, you should walk away from the love of your life because he's got problems. And it's like, no, man, just uh, tell her what to fucking do, you know? It's, I don't think, if, if I'll be honest, if Dr. Phil was my fucking therapist, I don't, I don't think we'd get along. I don't think, I don't think we'd get along. I really don't. I think I'd be snapping every 10 minutes. I'd be like, can you talk like a fucking person? You and your goofy, whatever facial hair you have, because I can't even look at you because I get so fucking angry. I want you to calm down. No, you fucking calm down, Dr. Phil. I'm fucking perfectly calm, Dr. Phil. Perfectly fucking calm. Couple deep breaths, okay? I'll fucking show you, fucking do you? We're taking her to last breath, Doctor Fuck. Fucking Doctor Phil. Thing that irritates me the most is I think he wears the same thing all the time. Have you ever seen Doctor Phil in like different clothes, other than that clothes that he wears? I don't. I can't even tell you what he fucking. <laughs> Holy shit! Does he wear shoes? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. All I know is he's bald, he's got beady cat eyes, and he talks like uh, an idiot. That's all I know about Dr. Phil. I couldn't pick the fucking guy out of a lineup. I don't think I've ever seen his teeth either. Uh, he, have you ever seen Dr. Phil's teeth? Besides on those promo commercials where he smiles, Dr. Phil, today at four on... Whatever the fucking channel is. And he's always standing with his arms crossed like I'm the shit, you know? Like he's fucking some rapper or some shit. I don't think other than that I've ever seen his teeth. Like, I I think he's... He could be a character on fucking Bob's Burgers. There's no teeth. Most people don't know that about Bob's Burgers, that there's no teeth. Anybody ever noticed that? There's no teeth. Is there teeth in Family Guy? Let's go Animation. That's what you got me into, Dr. Phil. Uh, let's talk animation. No, it's more like Bill Clinton, Phil. Uh, let's talk... Look, I can't do fucking impressions. E even if I wanted to, I, I wouldn't do Dr. Phil. The family guy people have teeth? I... I think so, because when Peter fights the chicken... 
when 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 Peter fights the chicken, he gets his teeth knocked out. Yeah, pretty sure Family Guy has teeth. And choking on rage. Simpsons, I know, have teeth. Archer has teeth. And the rest of the cartoons aren't worth a fuck. South Park. Well. Maybe. Maybe so. Bob's Burgers. No teeth. The only time you see teeth on Bob's Burgers is when they go to the, uh... Go to the dentist. I don't even think Teddy has teeth when he when he bites the burger. I gotta study this fucking show. I watch it so much. But I'm not paying attention. I have, like, ADD or some shit. But I can't pay attention to when their teeth are showing or if they're showing at all or, or anything like that. And I watch, I literally, I've literally binge watched all the episodes of Bob's Burgers on Netflix at least 10 times. And I can't tell you. And I think, I think because of this deficit, I need to bring in Dr. Phil.